Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. Welcome to Unstoppable Faith. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles. I'm so glad you've joined us once again this week. It's always an honor and a privilege to bring the Word of God into your homes. We have a very special, special guest on this program, uh, uh, Melinda Easter Brooks. From the host of See, Here Love, Melinda Estabrooks and 50 of her guests and friends comes the book, Always Know, full of stories of lives that are inspiring, wise, and life-changing. God hears you. He hears your prayers. He hears the longing for connection. He hears the cries of pain that you're experiencing, and He loves you deeply. This month, with your ministry gift of $25 or more, or when you become a new monthly donor, request your copy of Always Know. It is a collection of stories to help you today in the things that you're struggling with, the things that you were confronted with. And I know that these stories will encourage you. Call 1-800-265-3100 or visit crossroads.ca slash always know or seeherelove.com slash always know and request your copy. Welcome Melinda to this program. Dr. K, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Honor is all mine. I know all our Canadian viewers, they can recognize you from the show that you do see, hear, love. And it's uh, uh, just an honor for me to have you on this program today. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad to be here and I can't wait for our discussion ahead. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm going to begin with this question here. Uh, what is the mission of your TV show, See, Hear, Love? Great question, Dr. K. Before I get into the mission, I just want to tell you how it came to be. So I've been speaking across Canada and the world for 25 years at women's conferences, at men's conferences, at universities, at high schools, at retreats. And every time that I would finish speaking as a keynote, I would step down from the stage, step down from the pulpit, and women and men would come to me and say these three things. Number one, Melinda, I don't feel seen. People walk by me. I don't feel like I matter. I don't feel like I'm valued. My spouse doesn't really see me. My parents don't see me. My colleagues and boss don't see me. And I feel alone and disappointed. The second thing Dr. K they would say is, I don't feel heard. My voice doesn't matter. My opinions don't matter. My story doesn't seem to matter to people. I am not heard. And then third, they'd come to me and say, 
I don't feel loved. I don't feel loved because I feel unlovable because of my past or because of regrets. I don't feel loved by my spouse. I don't feel loved by my family, but most, most deeply and, and, and the one that really that struck me the hardest was I don't love myself. And so the show See Here Love that launched on International Women's Day in 2017 came out of honestly God's call to me to, to share the promise and to remind people that they are seen, heard, and loved. And so that was the genesis of, of the, the, you know, the beginning of the show as a web show. And the show is about that. It's about helping people be courageous in sharing their story to be inclusive, that we are diverse in our experiences, in our ethnicity, in our thoughts and wisdom, to be authentic. You know, as Christian leaders, sometimes it's so hard to be honest about the things that we're going through or that we have been through. And then, of course, faith in Jesus. I love Jesus. I follow him. And I love hearing the stories of people who also follow Jesus and why, through the good, through the bad, and even during a pandemic. So that's the heart and the heartbeat of See Here Love, that you will know that after you watch the show and read our blogs and read our resources online, that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. You, sh you, you touched on leadership. I want to ask you these uh, few things here. If you were to share three important leadership insights, what could they be? Wow, great question, Dr. K. The first one I would say, honestly, for me that I've, I've been noticing, especially as I've been leading through a pandemic and crisis, is that I need to show kindness and be kind to myself. One of the things I've been hearing from team members and other you know, women in leadership that I'm friends with and who are my colleagues is that uh, us leaders, especially in high crisis situations, tend to be really hard on ourselves. Why didn't you do this? You should do that. And we speak very unkindly to ourselves, which then flows out into speaking unkindly to others. And I think we need more kindness. I think we need more kindness in the world, more love in the world. And so, you know, as a leader, I'm trying to practice kindness to myself. That is, we love God and we love others. We also must love ourselves and be able to be with ourselves. You know, one of the, the craziest things, uh, Dr. K, is that, you know, one of the exercises that I tell people to do and I've had to do it myself is, what is it like just being by yourself with no distractions, no social media, uh, no news on TV, but quietly with yourself? Do you like yourself? What do you say to yourself? What are you hearing God say about you? And so number one, Dr. K, I would say, is kindness to yourself and kindness to others as you lead. Uh, the second leadership, uh, you know, I think tip I would say is, you know, I lead where I am always about team. And I know that sounds pretty simple, but sometimes, you know, I've seen leaders where they are the ones always making the decision, not asking clarifying questions, not being collaborative. All, obviously, there's always a leader to make the decision. But I believe that leaders really need to listen and learn and lean into their team because sometimes my team members know more creative ideas and ways to do things better than myself and so i'm an open-handed leader i still at the end of the day the buck stops with me i have to make the decisions as a leader but i'm always about team listening learning leaning in and collaborating and third as a leader i would say especially in the work that i do in christian media and christian broadcasting where we are you know sharing the message of jesus on 
television across Canada, on YouTube, on radio, on podcasts, on video streaming. I need to be so connected with God. I need quiet time. I need to be reading scripture. I need to be in a community that is encouraging me in my faith, who's keeping me accountable in, in, in you know, my character and my decisions. I really need to spend quiet time and connection time uh, with God and others as I lead because it's exhausting. You cannot lead alone. You need people to help carry you and hold up your arms when you're in need. So Dr. K, I would say those are my, my top three leadership tips. Let's talk about your latest book, Always Know, which is a collection of uh, brave words and stories for all the younger women, I believe even older women. Talk to us briefly about uh, these life-changing stories shared in this latest book. Dr. K, you know, I am really proud of this book in the best way possible. Like, this book is 50 authors. I just curated them uh, to share their stories. Here's what I love about this book. So this is, we're in our sixth season of See Here Love. Every one of these writers in the book has either been a guest or a special blogger throughout the years. So in every single blog and devotional that you read in the book, it's connected to an episode on YouTube of the show that the writer is in. And I love that. So if you are a reader, read. But if you're like a visual uh, you know, learner and you love watching things, every devotional has an episode that you can watch. And after, there is a reflection and takeaway. One of my biggest things, Dr. K, even in leadership and in, in my own life, I've, I've, I've always um, known, well, I've known recently, and I also share this with with you know uh, as i mentor is that people need to pause and ponder you know when you go through life it's, it's busy it's chaotic sometimes you can go through life and you miss out on some important lessons that god is showing you and and trying to teach you and so after every show whenever i speak i always have a time of reflection everybody be quiet and reflect on what you just read or saw and then after every show as well there's a takeaway and in the book the same thing after you read a blog or devotional there's a reflection on what you read, and then there's a takeaway. What are you going to do now with that information? What are you going to do now with that wisdom? What are you going to do now with that verse and that promise uh, that God is presenting to you on the pages of this book? So, I mean, this book is full of stories. There are 50 people, including myself, who share about the different themes that I know we're going to be talking about in a little bit, but of how we have experienced those personally and what God was and is saying to us through those experiences. And so the stories are heartbreaking. The stories are exhilarating and, and, and in celebration. Uh, the stories make you want to party and laugh. And then there are stories that make you want to with tear. But what I know, though, is that these stories will connect with every person who reads this book because there are touch points in, in everybody's life that this book connects with. Let me go to this here. In your book, Always Know, uh, you've written about seven themes. Let's look briefly at each of these uh, themes. I believe they are very inspirational and they're going to be very helpful to our viewers here. So we're going to look at one by one. The first thing you write about is uh, lead well wherever you are at. Could you talk to that a little bit? 
Mm. Uh, before I go to the themes, I just want to remind people that the title of the book, Always Know, is because I always say, always know you're seen, heard, and loved by God. And always know means it's the truth. Always. Not sometimes when you're feeling horrible about yourself or when you're feeling great about yourself, but always know. Foundational. Fundamental. The truth that you are seen, heard, and loved by God. So that's sort of the the, the launching pad, uh, as you will, to these themes. So leading well. Dr. K, it has always been that, you know, as, uh, you know, a woman who is leading, uh, a lot of the women that watch the show are leaders, leaders at work, leaders in, in different areas of their life. And one of the biggest questions was, how do we lead well, where we have Jesus and scripture inform the decisions that we make? How do we lead well as a woman when it's been very difficult in a predominantly male dominating you know, society in the workplace. How do we leave well the way that Jesus would? And so this chapter is all about tools and resources, leading well through a pandemic, leading yourself well, leading your family well, and then leading your teams well based on uh, godly principles for your life. The second one is uh, love your neighbor even when it is hard. Love that neighbor. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Yes, one of my favorites, you know, especially in a year like this where we've seen so uh, much turmoil and struggle and loss, um, you know, just, you know, the stories of racism and inequality and inequity. This was so important. This is my heartbeat, Dr. K. As a Filipino woman, the, what, have I, what I've experienced in Canada, what I've seen my friends experience because of the color of our skin, this was a really important one for, for me to have in this book and in our show. How do we love our neighbor? How should we love our neighbor? What does it mean to live in a world where we, we stand up and are allies uh, with people that are not like us? How do we support those that are marginalized and oppressed? How do we speak up, serve uh, those that are different than us? And I'm telling you, this was one of the hardest topics one of the most challenging, but the most rewarding, because we've had women and men say, thank you for your courage and being brave to stand up for what is wrong and what is um, it, it, you know, filled with injustice and speaking up for truth and love. And so in this chapter, Dr. K, Loving Your Neighbor, it's practical things on people who have struggled and trying to figure out how to love your neighbor when people are so different. How do we get invited to the table and we invite people to the table? How do we amplify voices of black and indigenous and people of color in media? An important chapter and very practical on how to love our neighbor as Jesus has commanded us to. So now we're going to go to the, uh, to the third theme that you include in your book, Overcome Shame That Is Holding You Back. Could you talk to that, please? <laughs> These are big. Overcoming shame has been an ongoing theme, Dr. K, on See, Here Love from the beginning. One of the things I realized that even in my own life, I've had to overcome shame. I made a lot of poor decisions. I mean, I said, I'm a Christian, I follow Jesus, but I would say for many years, I was the prodigal daughter. I chose my way and not God's way. I did my own thing. I hurt myself, people hurt me, and I was lost for a while. And so when I come into ministry and leadership, I was faced with, you know, there's reasons why I'm making poor decisions or being destructive. It was because I hadn't dealt with the shame of things that I had done and what had been done to me. 
And so as I've been journeying through this and, and understanding God's forgiveness and God's freedom, when we're looking at shame that has been holding back not only myself, but so many people, we felt that this chapter, Dr. K, was important to identify what shame is, to help people identify it, speak it out, and be free uh, with freedom from God so that you're not held back from the past, but you can move forward in joy and freedom and courage and opportunity and dream again for the things that God has put in your heart and mind to do. So we want to encourage and empower women and men. Don't be afraid. Don't hold back because of shame, but be free and see what God can do in and through your life. That brings us to this wonderful one uh, uh, theme as well. Choose joy and freedom, whatever your circumstances are. Could you talk to that, please? Yes. What a time to have this subject in a pandemic and crisis, Dr. K. Choose joy. It, sound, it seems and sounds so counterintuitive. It seems so counter to what we want to do. We want to be angry or we want to, to hide away and, and, and be sad and alone because of crisis. And what this chapter is, is really empowering you. Choose joy and find freedom. You know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, and we don't, we, we say it very sort of flippantly sometimes. Yeah, the joy is the, of the Lord is our strength. We sing it. But this chapter is about no digging into what joy is. It's not about, you know, I think where we, we think joy is based on circumstances. So we're joyful when things are great for us and we're not joyful when things are bad. No. You know, in throughout the scriptures and what I see in the lives of of you know people in the bible it's like this this deep joy that no matter if they were imprisoned if they were persecuted or they were suffering they had this joy because they knew they were with god they knew that they were doing what god had called them to do and there was this deep joy that no matter what they faced uh, they would have joy they could continue hoping and going forward and what a time where this chapter was written in a pandemic where we talk about how to choose joy in crisis, how to choose joy when you're struggling with your own mental health, uh, which is a big topic, Dr. K on our show is yes. mental health and struggles. So how to choose joy in find, finding freedom with Jesus. The, the, uh, the other theme that you write, you, you write about in the book is uh, be brave, believing you've got what it takes. I like that. Yes. Be brave, believing you've got what it takes. Talk to us about that. One of my favorite topics, Dr. K, because I've, I've, I've met a lot of women and men who don't do things, who haven't done things, who haven't written that book, who haven't uh, shared their story at church, who don't sing on the worship team, who don't do, don't do, don't do because of fear. And so all throughout, you know, See Here Love from the beginning, we addressed fear. Fear has held us back and fear is not of God you know, love is. And so we are saying, you know, be brave, be courageous, even when it's hard, you know, see here, love was birthed out of me not knowing how to do a web show, writing a 13 page white paper proposal being rejected. The first time that I pitched this show, I got rejected sitting on this idea of see here, love for three and a half years until God opened up opportunity. And God just said, this is perfect. Cause Melinda, it's not about you. It's about me. Let me go, go before you and, and pave the way and bring the people you need 
And you know, six seasons later, Dr. K, here I am on every media platform having a book and sharing. And I'm in awe. Sometimes I get giddy and I laugh and I'm in awe and I cry and I'm all emotional because I'm like, how did this happen? And I, it's honestly, I can hear God say, me. <laughs> because when you trust me, when you step out in courage and, and kind of push the fear back and just go, man, I trust you. I have faith in you. God, I, I've heard God say, Dr. K, watch what I will do. Amen. And I want that same encouragement and passion to be to be told to everybody so they can get it so they can realize that it's not going to be easy it might not look the way that you want but allow god you know to to direct you direct your path but step out in courage and make that decision with god's spirit giving you you know power love and a sound mind as you do now let's go to the to this other theme know you are loved and valued by god oh i mean that's a great one again it, it comes back to knowing you were seen heard and loved you know when i when i shared earlier about what i've been hearing from women and men across the world but you know dr k it's a it's unbelievable how many people do not know that they're valuable and loved uh, a couple things one thing is that they've been told over and over again that they're not good or they're not good enough or for you to be this you have to do this and so relationships have been very transactional people have been hurt in in, in relationships and so people have equated relationships with people and hurtful relationships with relationship with god and so a lot of people will do lots of good works to to get you know the approval of god they will kind of like uh, front and be a shiny happy person and be great because they think that's what god wants i mean there's so many layers to people on what has blocked them from a true real relationship with god and i wanted people to know that you're valuable like you're valuable even if you don't do a web show if you're not a speaker you're valuable because you've been created by him and he loves you you know, you are loved the same way you are loved and he died, you know, for you on the cross. He, God sent his son. I mean, the reminder and Dr. K, you know, as a Gen Xer, you know, I, I'm, we're reaching in the show millennials and Gen Z's and the next generation, next generation. And a lot of them have not gone to church. They don't know the Bible. They don't know these promises of God. And so one of the calls for me in my show is what they call us virtual mentors, where they're saying, we're, we're hearing these things for the first time. We're hearing these promises and scriptures for the first time. And so I have this responsibility and privilege to share this and remind people you're loved and valued. Here are the principles. Here's God's character, his heart for you. And so that this chapter, is all about promises and scriptures and reminders that God loves you, you're valuable, and that he died for you. Last one, live an open-handed life. Speak to that, please. This is a good one for me, a personal one, Dr. K, because I'm a bit of a control freak. <laughs> I like to control my 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 surroundings my environment i like to control uh you know sort of my life and my destiny i like to control what's going to happen and what we're going to do and i find that that's a problem when we control too much when we try to control people when we try to control circumstances because like a pandemic we had no control over this and it happened and then what do you do and living an open-handed life for me was one of the hardest chapters Dr. K, and it was great that I had bloggers and writers to write because it meant this visually that I have to open my hands 
and say, God, whatever happens today, I will trust you. I will love you. I will know that I'm with you and I will follow you no matter what. And I think that is a really important uh, truth that we as followers, followers of Jesus need to live by. You cannot keep controlling and holding tightly your life and the things because they're all going to pass away. Circumstances happen. People will disappoint you. Things will not go your way. You'll get rejected, you know, for a great idea of a web show and have to sit on it for three years, as I mentioned before. But living open-handed means, yes, you can make your plans, but living open-handedly means being open to what God is going to do, listening to the Holy Spirit speak to you, and in a way going with the flow but heading to where you want to go, but being open that maybe in your busy day, the Holy Spirit's going to say, Mel, you need to take some time and pray with a friend right now. It's not on your agenda, but you need to do that. And I think a follower of Jesus living a life like that will really benefit from the fullness of connecting with others, creative ideas, going to places you never thought possible, doing things you never thought possible because you are living an open-handed life. Even as we begin to wind up our program for today, uh, uh, first I want to ask you, what is, like, you've shared a lot of uh, powerful things here. But if there was one point or one takeaway that you'd like the readers of Always Know, take home, what could it be? My favorite life verse that has helped me, you know, and we'll have to, I'll have to come back, Dr. K, and share my story of being adopted in the Philippines and living my life in Asia and then coming to Canada. But one of the verses that is mentioned in the book is Isaiah 41.10, where it says, Do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. And I will strengthen you, and I will help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And as you kind of like drill down on that, the righteous right hand is this warrior hand of God. And I always visualize me kind of sitting on this strong arm of God as we push into war or hard things or crisis. The reminder that God will never leave you or forsake you, though many people will, whether it's your marriage or your workplace or your kids or people that you love and trust or your pastor, God won't leave you. He won't forsake you and he is with you. And I think in the sea here and, and being loved by God is a takeaway, but I also want people to know that God is with you. That even if you don't know God, that you know what, he has been with you and if you've rejected him or like me, a prodigal daughter away, he never left me. He never mm -hmm. left me. But when I went back to him, when I decided to follow completely and wholeheartedly, my life hasn't been easy. That's another story. My struggles with mental health and other things. Man, knowing that God was with me has helped me every single day. You know, great is his faithfulness. His mercies are anew every morning, and he will not leave you. And so I think that's an important reminder for people who are struggling today uh, in crisis, who have had to experience great suffering and loss, that God has been with you, is with you, and will never leave you. Where can the people get the copy of your latest book, Always Know? All right. Well, the first one that we'd love is if you go onto our website, See Here Love, which is like C S E E here, H E A R, love.com. Uh, there's a big book button, and you can click on there and order your book, which is just a minimum donation of $25. Or you can go to seeherelove.com slash always know, and it goes takes you right to the page where you can get the book, resources, 
um, connect with the episodes that the authors are in there's and downloads of the book cover like I mean come on this is such a beautiful book cover so there's lots of different pictures and then also March 1st you can get it on Amazon the book and it's always no uh, and uh, and you know editor and author Melinda Estabrook so yeah but I'd love Dr. K for people to come to seeherelove.com because there's blogs and bios and resources and scripture verses and all kinds of great things on there that will really encourage uh, your viewers and uh, can they how can they connect with you on social media as well yes uh, see here love is on Instagram and Facebook uh, and the website but also for me I think I'm the only Melinda Estabrooks in the world <laughs> so I'm on Facebook and also on Insta and so you can like DM me and just and I, I, I respond it's not somebody else who responds I actually respond to all the messages so I would love to hear from you I'm gonna have, be having Melinda back on this program next time as well so I want you to stay tuned as we bring you the Word of God inspirational men and women of God who will be sharing their stories as well as what God is doing until then may the Lord bless you may the Lord watch over you we will see you once again God bless you faith is the currency of the kingdom of God Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at and share your testimony.